Today's daf is daf pei hey. And we're going to pick it up from the two dots towards the bottom of pei dalad amad beis tsar. But before we do that, I just want to mention about the shlucha sayuka of dinan. This idea about dayanim and chutzl arts who are not musmachim, who can actually adjudicate because they are quote-unquote shlucha sayu from the dayanim in Eretz Yisrael. We are saimach on this concept a lot today. And it's kedai just to mention the nesivas. It's literally the first Nesivis in the Sefer, first Simon in Cheshen Mishpat, where the Nesivis says that even though he recognizes that the other Rishayim all learn that Shlucha Sayu Ka'avdinan is a Din Derabanan, but he holds it's actually a Din Dairaisa. And the Shalatin Del if they love, and that's just giving a Tama Dabar, but really it's a Din Dairaisa. And his right that it's Dairaisa is because Geirus works. In Chutzlards. Since Dine Mumminus are given over to Chazal, that one wouldn't be such a riot. But Geirus, which has to be Deiraisa, if it's only working Al Yedeshlichusaihu, it has to mean that that will have a takeoff of a Din Deiraisa. So that's just an important Chiddush Dikin Nasivas to know. But now we'll pick it up from Tsar, Kivoi, Bashpud, and Misamer. The Mishnah had said, if the chayv will burn the guy with this shpud, with like a spit or a nail, where it doesn't make a wound, you're going to still be chayv to pay for the tsar. Zog the Gemara. Tsar shalei b'mokam nezek mishtal mantana. Who is the tana who holds that even if there is no actual nezek, you still pay for tsar? Amarava ben Azahi. De Tanya. The Pesach says, kviya tachas kviya, petza tachas patza, chabur tachas chabura. Zog ben Azai. Rabbi Aymer kviya namra trila. First kviya is in the Pesach. Ben Azai Aymer, chabura namra trila. But my kamefliki, what are they arguing about? Rabbi that when the Pasuk opens up with the word Kaviyah, it's the Lespe Chabur Bamashma, it's its own thing. It's a burn without any kind of lasting damage. There's no wound along with the Kaviyah. So Kasav Rachmona Chabura. Therefore, the Torah then afterwards writes the word Chabura, Legaluye Alei, to Kaviyah Dispe Chabura in, and Eloi Loi. So that's why there's a Gili from the Pasuk later on that says Chabura that says, What kind of a Kaviyah are we talking about? We're talking about the kind of Kaviyah that has in it a Chabura. Ubenazai Savar, Benazai argues, says, No, Kaviyah de Ispe Chabura Mashma, Kasav Rachmona Chabura. The word Kaviyah implies that there is a Chabura in it, and that's why the Torah writes the word Chabura. Ligaluye ala de kviyah de lespe Chabura. Gufa to show you that the beginning of the Pasuk is talking about a kviyah that had no Chabura as part of it. That's why there's this redundancy of Chabura tachas Chabura to show you that the kviyah was, was exclusively a kviyah without a Chabura. Maskaflor papa adaraba, ibchamestabra. The other way is more logical to say that the Brysa should read this way. And the reason why Rapapa is doing this is because we don't want to make it that our Mishnah is not being written by Rebbe. And here's how Rapapa is going to explain it. Rebbe, Amar kviyah nemer trila because that only the kind of kavia that would have a chabura is considered the kind of kavia you'd be high for, if not, not. So Rav is just suggesting to swap the shitas of both Rebbe and Benazai. The amaskona kaimi. So both of their drushes are going to be based on the following words, just they look at two different ways. Inami, another way to understand the machleg is Rebbe and Benazai. The kuli alma kavia, everybody holds that the word of a kavia, this burn is ben de ispochabura, ben de lesbochabura mashma. Either way, it's always going to be a kavia. Vahacha, but what's the issue moving over to Amunalif? Bechlal uprat hamuruchakim zemizekam iflagi. Rebbe and Benazai are having a machleg is about how you understand klal uprat when they're muruchakim. Muruchakim means they're far away, but 
All it means is that there's another word that interrupts it in the mitten. Rabbi Sover ain't done in Oisoi Bechalala Prat. And therefore you're going to be chai of whether or not there's actually going to be a chabura. Because the kavia is something which is independent. We don't say that the chabura, tachas chabura, which is at the end of the Pasuk, is going to be mamayet, the beginning of the Pasuk. Rabbi Sover done in Oisoi Bechalala Prat. You can learn a Chalala Prat even though the words are not right next to each other. Yechitema chabura le Rabbi Lomeli. And if you're going to tell me that we're not darshing the, the Chalala Prat, why do I need a chabura according to Rabbi? That's Ladamim Yaserim. And as Rashi explained, the Dhamim Yaserim is because if it would have only said kavia tachas kavia, I might think whether there's a chabura or not, additionally, you're only going to pay for the kavia, only for the burn. and you pay for both things. Taisvis has a problem with this because, as he asks, Why would I think that the tsar would pater the other things? So Taisvis is a different shot in the Dhamim Yaserim, whereas he learns the, the extra payment for the Roshim that's left behind. So while it's not necessarily a wound, but there is some sort of mark from the injury. Maybe that's a scar? I'm not sure. Continues the Gemara. The Mishnah had told us, how do you make a cheshman for how much pain is worth? Well, you figure out how much somebody would be willing to take to suffer this kind of pain. So, Frank the Gemara. Practically speaking, how do we make a cheshben for pain when there's going to be some sort of permanent damage to a guy? In other words, if it's not a big deal, like you're hurting the guy's fingernails, so there's no permanent damage or permanent nezik. Okay, so how much would I be, maybe you give me a thousand dollars, I'll be willing to suffer some pain because there's no lasting damage. But if you're going to cause somebody some real bodily harm, how are you supposed to cheshben that kind of tsar? So the Gemara tries. Make a cheshben. How much can I pay a guy to have his hand get cut off? Correct the Gemara. Then that's not about tsar anymore. Now you got to be paying for all five things. Tsar, ripui, sheves, nezik, baishas. We're talking about a shaita here? What person in their right mind would be masking to get paid to get his limbs cut off? That doesn't make any sense. We must be talking about cutting off a hand which is already kimat cut off. Like the guy is losing his hand anyway. So we're only really just paying for the tsar involved, but not for the loss of the hand because that's happening anyhow. That can't work because yodei to a nami. There's not just the tsar, tsar because now the guy has to endure the busha of not having the hand. Here the Gemara says a fascinating line. Because it's a busha for him to remove a limb and then give it to the dogs, to the to throw it to the kolovim. So it's not just about tsar, it's about the busha also. Now this line of the Gemara that, that all he's going to do with his limb is give it to the kolovim is neget to a very important shaila halacha whether or not do body parts need kavura. Pashas one might think that if person as an amputee, that part of the body that got cut off has to have kavuras Yisrael. But the Shavus Yaakov in Simon Kuf Aleph holds not that way, and he brings a rye from Aragamara that you can be giving it to the dogs. There is no such chiv of kavura for a body part. This is negea to whether or not a body part will em- will give tuma for a kayan. It's negea to Shilas Lagabe getting hanav from a body part. You may remember the Gemara in Brachis that Rabbi Yechenon would go around with the bone of his tenth son to be Menachem people. We have to know what the heter of that was. But Bisman Hazer, the real big Shiloh is going to be organ transplants, taking an organ from a dead body or from a live body, what nafkamina that might make. And Rav Moshe has his chuvis in Simon Kufmim Aleph in Yeridei But anyway, back to our Gemara. We're still trying to figure out what is the formula to figure out the Tsar. Let's say the government says the guy has to have his hand cut off as a punishment. And now the question is, how are they going to do it? Bein Sam Lesayef between the Sam, the potion he would take, versus the sword that would chop it off. So how much money would he be willing to get to do the difference between one or the other? And I guess the assumption is the Sayef is going to be more painful 
sinful. So how much money would he take to have it by Sam and not Saif? So for the Gemara, Amri Hachi Nami Shakul Nobody would take any money to cause that kind of pain for himself. The way Rashi says it is, is A guy wouldn't take all the money in the world to have his hand cut off, even though he's supposed to lose his hand. So the Frechte Gemara, but the Lushen doesn't work, because high Litel, to take the money, Litaini Boile. The Vudish Mul should have said, how much money would he be willing to pay to not have it done Ali Saif? It's an expression. You can use the word "little" to take money from one to the other, but the point is, how much money is it worth to him to have this done with Sam and not Saif? That the Chayvul is mechuyiv to pay for his doctor bills. So tzmachim, which we could touch as sores, happened as a result of the wound, v'nistra hamake, and then the wound healed and came back, but since it's still coming back because of the original hakach, you still have to pay these bills as well. I assume the pshat in the chiddush here is that it's not called a grama, but rather you're mechuyiv to pay for it anyway. And you got to pay him for the loss of his work, because he couldn't go to work, calls man, he had these tzmachim. But if these tzmachim happened, not because of the hakach, but for some other reason, the chayavul doesn't have to pay for it, you don't have to pay for the loss of his work. Even if they happen because of the wound, you don't have to pay for the loss of the work. Both the loss of his work and the refua. Yechayev for both of them because there's a hekish between both of these things, as Rashi says. So therefore, even if these tzmachim happen because of the haka, the chayvul is not going to be chayev for either of them because he's not chayev for the sheves. So they'll be totally one on the other. So just to review, as far as these tzmachim go, the Tanakama holds the chayvul's chayev for both the ripui and the sheves. Rabbi Yehuda holds chayev for the ripui but not for the sheves, and the chachamim hold you're not chayev for either because one is totally in the other. Now, in terms of these three shitas, there is a shita of the Rambam that just simply says olu tzmachim chayev l'rafaisai and doesn't seem to really rechenzuch with with any of the three shitas. And the Rivet over there just says that the Rambam isn't right. The migdal eyes on that Rambam is tama on the Rivet. How could the Rivet argue with the Rambam, because the Migdal Oiz, Kedarkai, always came to defend the Rambam. But here's where there's a very fascinating Yamshel Shlomo that seems to be a very good read, which blasts the Migdal Oiz for not being objective about the Rambam. In other words, if there's a good kasha on the Rambam, like the Ravid's asking, you can't just defend the Rambam blindly. So the Yamshel Shlomo speaks in very strong terms against what the Migdal Oiz writes. For your entertainment, you can look up that Yom Shoshlema. So, but my Kabbalah, what is the Nakuda that they're arguing about in this three-way Machalikas Tanayim? Omer Rabba, Ashkach Tinhul Rabbanan Bebe Rav Diyasvi Vekoamri, Hocha Bamaka Nitnele Eged Kamiflaki. They're arguing about the bandaging of this Maka, because I guess the wisdom of the time was if you bandage up a wound, it's going to create other issues. You could develop these Tzmachim as a result of the bandaging. So, Rabbanan Savri Maka Nitnele Eged. According to the Rabbanan, meaning the Tanakama, that you should bandage it up to prevent the pain. So even if the tzmachim has happened as a result of the eged, you still got to pay for that ripoy and the sheves because it's part of the fault of the chayvil. You shouldn't bandage it because you're essentially aggravating the, the haka'ah. As Rashi says, you're only being ma'aged for your hana'asai. But really, mitzad the wound, you shouldn't do it. 
But Ripui de Tana Bekra, the tire goes ahead and says you gotta pay the Ripui, then you're Machayev. But Shevis de Le Tana Bekra, but Lagabe, that Shevis, which the tire does not go back and repeat in this context, Le Machayev. The Aminu Luhano, and I said to them when I heard this, if you tell me that you're not supposed to be Ma'agadet, so Ripui Nami Le Machayev, you shouldn't even pay for anything as a result of the Eged, and they, including the Ripui. Everybody holds you should bandage it up. But you shouldn't do it excessively. Don't do it a Eged Yaseira. Rabbi Huda Savar Kivan Dole Nitna Le Eged Yaseira. Since you shouldn't have done that, so then repu de Tana Bekra, Mechaev. But Shevis Le Tana Bekra, Le Mechaev. For Rabbanan Savri, what are the Rabbanan, meaning the Tanakama, what do they hold? The Kivan de Tana Bekra, Berepu. Since the Torah repeated itself by the Repoi, Ashevis Nami Mechaev, the Iskish Le Repoi, because of the Hekish that we mentioned. For Rabbi Yehuda Savar, and why is Rabbi Yehuda argue? Because Shevis Le Mechaev, the Miatakra, Rak. You're not Mechaev for Shevis because the Torah was Memayed it by using the word Rak. That means Wudafka will not be Makish, the Shevis, to the Repoi. Virabonan, what do the Rabbonan, the Tanakama hold? Rak shalim machmas amakudas. The rak is only coming, not to say that there shouldn't be a hekish, but only when those tzmachim happen as a result of the haka. And since this happened as a result of the excessive bandaging, therefore he'll be potter. But if it happens as a result of the haka, then he would be chayav for both the ripui and the sheves. Ulu rabbonan basroi. What about the rabbonan that are at the end of the brisa? The amri kol shechayav b'sheves chayav b'ripui v'chol shein sheves ein chayav b'ripui. That's one big package deal. Ripui detana be'kra lomeli. Why do I need to have ripui repeat itself? Chayav. There's a hekish that they should be tied to one another. And for the gemara, mi boile luchet atana deveri b'shmoel. The tanya deveri b'shmoel. Aimer the rapa yerape famously mikan shenitin rishus l'rape l'rape. It's the fact that it's mutter at all. That heter, we need a pusik in the Torah to say, Verapa Yerape. The way Rashi says it, and the fact that we don't say, God wants him to be sick. Rather, we are allowed to treat him. And Tysus explains that the double lushan of the first Rapa tells us that he can be healed. But maybe that's only healed by injuries caused by other people. But how do we know if it's something, a sickness that came from Hashem, maybe that's like a chutzpah for us to go ahead and try to heal that. That's the Rapa Yerapa Yechidosh Akra. Of course, we mentioned already the other day about the Ramban and Parshas Puchukaisai that seems to say not to go to doctors, but nobody's mask him to that Bisman Hazeh, and the Ramban was only talking about a very specific context. You could take a look at Arichas in the Tzitz Eliezer, Chelik Yedalf, Simon Mem, that goes through all that. Tonu Rabbonin. Minayin she'im olu boitzmochem machmas hamake v'nistra hamake, and it came back, shechayev l'rufoisai, you got to even pay for the refuas of the tzmachim themselves, even though one might think it's more of a grumma and you're not really should be chayiv. The chayiv litin l'shivta, and you also have to pay for a sheves. Talmud Lamer, rak shivta yitain verapa yirape. Yachal afilu shleim machmas You might think that you should even be chayiv to pay for things that didn't come directly as a result of the makeh. Talmud Lamer, rak, that's the limitation. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Huda Aimer, af machmas hamakeh pater. Even if those tzmachim happen only because of the mahaka, the chayvul is not going to be chayiv. Shenema rak, that's the limitation. Ikadi Amri, there are those that say that according to Rabbi Yehuda, af machmas hamakeh pater, which means that the chayvul will be pater legamri. Kirabona basroi, just like the last rabbonin in the previous brisa that made it into a package deal. The ikadi and there's those that say when Rabbi Yehuda said af machmas hamakeh, that he meant af machmas hamakeh pater mishevis. But Avadi is Chayi Barifoy, and that's Kiman Kavua, that's just going to be like his father, Rabbi Yehuda, that was quoted earlier in that brisa. Omar Mar, Yochel Afilu Shleim Machmas you might have thought there's a Havamina the Yerchai for even things that didn't happen as a result of the Maka Tamalim or Rak. In fact, the Gemara Shleim Machmas Amaka Kabay Kra. Of course it's Pusha, why should I pay for things that have nothing to do with the Haka? For the Gemara Amri, my Shleim Machmas Amaka, it doesn't mean something totally out of left field. It means Kitatanya, like the brisa says, Hari Shaover Al Divrei Raifei. Let's say the injured fella didn't follow the instructions of the doctor. The Achol Tavash, I mean, the Masika. And he was eating the Tavash, the sweet things, 
which was connected with what the doctor said, because it's bad for him to eat all these sweet candies. He would develop this machala called gargusni. So I might think that now you still have to go ahead and deal with it because it's still connected to the illness. It's just that he didn't follow the instructions from the doctor. So Talmud Lema Rock that you're not mechuyiv to take care of him at this point. So fracting my my gargusni, what does that even mean, this Ill, this sickness? Amar Nosa krichsa, which means dead skin, maybe some sort of gangrene. I don't know. Maya suse, how do you fix it? Ahola, vikira, vikalba, which is wax and the other resin that you find in wine barrels that you should take it and smear it, and hopefully that will make you better. The Omerle, let's say if the Chayvel didn't want to pay the doctor bills, and therefore he says to the Nechbal, Asyach Ana, I'll take care of you. But I don't, we, you don't have to go see a doctor. So Omerle, the Nechbal can say to him, Domis Olai Ka'arya Arba. To me, you look like an Arya, like a lion that's waiting in ambush. Because you're the guy who hurt me in the first place. So thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to go see my doctor. So Yomerle, let's say the Chayvel says to the Nechbal, Mycena Asya de Magon Bemagon. I'll bring a doctor to you who he'll heal you for free. So let's use my doctor who doesn't charge anything. Therefore, I can get off from paying. Omerle, the Nechbal can say to the Chayvel, thanks, but Asya de Magon Bemagon. A doctor who does this stuff pro bono, Magen Shove. He's worth Gornished. So thanks, but no thanks. I'll take the good doctor that gets paid handsomely by the insurance company. The Omar, and I'll say the Chayvel would say to the Nechbal, I'll bring a doctor from far away to you. And as Rashi explains, he'll be cheaper. Omar Le, the Nechbal can say, The far away doctor can blind somebody because there's no follow up. That's not a good doctor thing. One point to make on this Gemara is you could clear Hakira throughout the entire sugya here of Ripoyev, paying for that Ripoyev. Am I the Chayvel to heal the Nechbal or am I Mechoyev to pay him money? If you think about it, the Chakira makes a lot of sense. I injure a guy. So is my responsibility to make him healed, but since I'm not a doctor, therefore I have to pay for his doctor bills? Or is it a financial obligation that I got to give him cash? He spends the money on the doctor bills. But it's not its not about healing him, it's about paying money. Nafkamina would be Yarshim. Let's say I hurt a guy, and now I owe him money for the repo, and then he dies. Do I owe that money to the Yarshim? Or was my obligation all along to heal him? And now he's dead, so he ain't getting healed. So there's no reason I should have an obligation anymore. But Rav Pinchas Gross pointed out from this Gemara that for the Havamina to be, well, I can heal you with this doctor, or I could do this doctor who doesn't charge any money, it's clearly not a financial obligation, but it is an obligation to heal the guy. And therefore, that's why we have these Havaminas. And the Gemara keeps saying, well, you're not going to do the proper job healing him. But had this been a good mahalach to heal him, that would be okay. Continues the Gemara, Omer let's say the Nechba would say to the Chayvul, just give me the money, and I'll go take care of myself. Omer the Chayvul can say to him, I don't trust you to take good care of this. You're going to take the cash and you're not going to get yourself healed properly. The Omer and if the Nechba would say to the Chayvul, so give me a certain amount of money. Give me the $300, for example. Give me a fixed cost so this way it won't be any question as to the value. So Amr the Chayvul can say to him, you're certainly going to do a bad job taking care of yourself. And the people are going to say that I didn't do a good job because if you don't go to the doctor properly, you just pocket the cash. So now you're going to be walking around with whatever injury you have. People are going to say that I'm a jerk. So I'll me, I'm not mechuyiv to just give you the money, but rather I'm going to ensure that you get properly healed. Tana, we learned in the Bryce of Akulan, Mishtalman, Bamakim, Nezek. All of these categories, Nezek, Tsar, Ripu, Sheves, are paid even when there is going to be a Hezek, even when there's Nezek. So, you know what I mean? How do you know that you have that even when there's Nezek? Um, 
Gemara's vid mishmei derava Amar Kra petza tachas patsa litin tsar amakam nezek. Even though there is going to be a nezek there, you're still paying for tsar. In fact, the Gemara Haimi boile turning over to Amid Beis l'rabbis shegeg kamezid va'ines karatzin. We need the petza tachas patsa to teach you that you're chayiv even when it was an unintentional zetz. You're still mechuyiv. To which the Gemara says, no, it's not used up because im kain because the pasuk could have said nichtev kra petza the patsa ma petza tachas patsa shmami not tariti. So you learn both ideas, both the ines and the fact that you're chayiv even b'makam nezek. Rav Papa Mishmei the Rava Omar Omar Krav Rapa Yerape Litain Rafua B'Makam Nezek. In fact, the Gemara Haimi Boile Lechin the Tana Devei Rabbi Shmuel the Tana Devei Rabbi Shmuel Rapa Yerape Mikan Shenitne Rishus Leroyfe Lerape. So we needed already the Rapa Yerape. So in Cain Nichtev Krav Veroyfe Yerape. Why does it say Verapa Yerape? Shmami No Litain Rafua B'Makam Nezek. They're required to pay for the doctor bills even though there was a Hezek. Viakati Mi Boile Lechida Amran. But you still need what we said already beforehand. Lemisni Bei Krav Beripui for the Torah to repeat itself for the for the. For the Rapa Yerapa to teach you that Yechayev for all those things that happened as a result of the ha- original Haka, meaning the Brisa Anam and Aleph. Which the Gemara answers, Im Kain Le Makra Oi Rapai Rapai Oi Yerapai Yerapai My Verapai Yerapai. Why do we change the Lashon? Shema Minah Litin Rafuah B'Makom Nezek, and it doesn't share the other drushes that we made beforehand. Michlal Zok the Gemara De Mishkachas Lushu Le B'Makom Nezek. The whole idea here is we need to establish that you're chayiv to pay these things even B'Makom Nezek. Vice dice, you can have all four payments even if there is no active hezek here. So Shalei B'Makom Nezek Hey Chemishkachas Lu. How Lamaisa practically speaking can you have all four payments without having any? We already talked about tsar, how you can have tsar alone, by tsar kavase v'shbud of a masmar. So there's no lasting damage, but you just basically made the guy suffer pain without injuring him. V'yafilu al-tiparno, even on his fingernail. In a place where it doesn't actually make any chabura. Ripui. How do you have ripui where there's no nezik? To have a koiv midi, the solik. Let's say something was hurting a person and it was already healing. It was already in the process of healing. And the chayvul brought him something that would burn him. It kind of bleached the skin. So even though there was no real physical damage, because all it does would change the color of the skin, he just had to bring some other kind of thing, <laughs> chemical, to restore the color of his skin. But that wasn't considered a hezek. It was just a ripui without a hezek. Shevis, how do you lose work without having a hezek? The hadke, the indroina, where the chayvul locked him in a room. Ubatle. And he missed work because he locked him in the room. The rush points out that he couldn't just close the door and lock it because that would be a grama. But he took the guy, physically put him in the closet, and then locked the door. So there's a sheves, a loss of work, without any real hezek. Baishas, and how do you embarrass a guy without any hezek? Durakle ba'ape, he spit in his face. So he suffered a busha without having any real hezek. All right, let's talk about sheves. Sheves rayanai soikilu hu shaymer kishuin. Like as if the guy has some menial task of being a shaymer kishuin. Tana rabanan. Sheves rayanai soikilu hu shaymer kishuin. The imtaymer loksa midas hadin. And if you could tell me it's not fair to only pay the guy. The Shemir Kishuin job. Why are you pay me a Shemir Kishuin? Do you know that I'm a lawyer and I get to bill $1,500 an hour? Why in the world do you only pay me as a Shemir Kishuin? It's not fair. And the Gemara now explains the Kasha. When the person recovers from his sickness, he's not taking the payment of being the security guard at the parking lot. He'll be taking his salary from being an expensive lawyer, or as the Gemara gives a suggestion, he'll be drawing the water from the wells, which apparently is a higher paying job. Or he can go ahead and be a Shliach, which also demands man's a higher salary once he recovers from his illness. Now getting back to the Brisa, Midas Hadin Loksa. So what I would say is there is no chesarn of the Midas Hadin. Because we're not only paying for his loss of work. We've already paid for the value of his yad or his regal or that whatever the thing that got injured. So because that payment was already done, which essentially is the payment for the loss of the use of that limb. So now we're only on top of that paying for the Shemir Kishuan loss. But in the Hanami, we're not 
being unfair. And we'll stop here and pick it up next time.